0: Welcome to Conversate, our podcast where we engage in conversation. On this week's episode, I, Aaron Gerke, and Kevin Bender are engaging in conversation about 1 Corinthians chapter 12 in particular, where Paul talks about the image of the body. And so we're going to just stay with that image and let it guide the conversation. Uh, We really think that uh, this is a practical conversation and a practical image that A lot of people can benefit from, no matter if you're feeling inferior in your giftedness or maybe you just wrestle with arrogance uh, and thinking little of other people and too much of yourself. Uh, No matter where you're at, I think this is going to be challenging and also encouraging for you. We really hope you enjoy it. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Aaron. Well, happy
1: day to you. Yeah, good to see you today, man. Ah, what you got on your shirt today, buddy? Watermelons.
0: Nice. Want to know why? Sure. I don't know. Well, I it felt like a warm kind of day. It felt oh, it is a it warm, day. warm day. It's beautiful today. It's though. warm for May. Um, so it's festive in that regard. Actually, the, my kids. When I wear this shirt before I leave the house, I always like give my kids a hug and a kiss. But whenever I have this shirt on, they're like. Oh, we have to do one more thing. And then they find a watermelon on the shirt and put their mouth around it and suck on it before I go. <laughs> I'm like, they used to like leave big wet marks. And now I'm like, guys, don't like, don't, don't get my shirt wet. Like, you can, it's, it's funny. I don't know. The things that we do with our children. Mm, mm-hmm, uh,
1: mm-hmm. And the things our children do to us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? know. They are entertaining though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and uh, now I'm just thinking of, so yesterday in the yeah. church, in your sermon, you uh, you were entertaining your children with some jokes. I was, I was. Later that day, you told another joke. Did I? Uh, it was in the presence of Dave Weber and I. Uh, I won't what? repeat it here. It was a good one. <laughs> I told it to Molly later. Did you?
0: Yeah, she thought it was great. Uh, so you were on a roll that day. I was on a roll. Once you get... Uh, once you get thinking in punny language, it uh, yeah. sometimes just keeps going. Yeah. I had another one later in the day too, but I can't remember anything. But yes, I like dad jokes, so yeah. that's that's about all there is to. It. Actually, there was a there was a uh, a meme that I was going to show in my sermon mm-hmm. because when I told one of the jokes at the dinner table, my wife uh, my wife actually laughed at it. Um, <laughs> so there's this there's this meme where. Uh, where uh, nicholas cage i don't know it's probably a picture of him from some movie but he's got long hair and he's just like gazing off with this little smirk in his face and the meme says uh when you tell a dad joke so funny that your wife laughs at it
1: <laughs> oh, man. i just
0: i love I, I don't know it's just funny because normally when i tell those bad jokes she just shakes her head but when she was actually laughing i called her i was like I called her, on. I was like, you're laughing at this joke. She goes, no, I'm laughing at Hazel laughing at you. I'm like, you're laughing at the joke. <laughs> it counts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, But yeah, I preached on, uh, so I was, why was I, oh, I told the jokes because I was doing uh, jokes, like, on jokes on the on The body, yeah. And, um, so yeah, the, the smartest part of your body is your nose. Isn't that a good one? It, it's clever. Thanks. It's not really like funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: funny. It's not laugh out loud funny. Well, Hazel laughed out loud, Kevin. My kids <laughs> laughed out loud. <laughs> but everybody else was like, oh, yes. Like quiet golf clap, you know. Yes. Yes, right. yes that, was, that was a good one. Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. Okay, go So ahead. you're
1: joking about the body. Right. Because uh, uh, you're preaching about the body. Why is Paul, we're in, we're in Corinthians, right? We're walking through this letter uh, right. to this church in Corinth. Uh, why is he talking about the body? Help us get set up contextually
0: yeah i mean i didn't i didn't use the term per se as paul does which is the term spiritual gifts Mm -hmm. so um so there's this conversation about spiritual gifts going on because um in the church in corinth i i i mean i ended up talking about the division that they're having and the benefits of seeing yourself as the body of christ but not in the term of spiritual gifts so Paul addresses and says there are these spiritual gifts. You are utilizing these spiritual gifts, um, but some of like, but there's division over these gifts. Some of you think that your gifts are not all that important. Um, mm. Some of you think that you are way too important. So just a big, just a big division. Um, I but we saw it in the chapter before, in chapter eleven with the with the Lord's supper, with the meal that we talked about last week. The, the divisions there. I mean. It's been an ongoing um, theme throughout the book of first Corinthians, and so mm. so Paul's tying it back together, this reality that you are the body of Christ, there is one body, mm. right He says, just as there is one body, like Kevin, you have one body, yeah right, and your body has toes and knees and fingers and blood vessels and veins and you know eyes and La, la, I can't even remember the word. I know. Lacrimal, lacrimal, lacrimal punctum, I think <laughs> was the word I, I used. Um, so yeah, all these uh, all these intricacies, things that you know about, things that you don't know about, but it's all working together to make you exactly who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the same, Paul says, with the body of Christ. All who are baptized in the name of Jesus Christ are this one body. God composes the body. He makes the body. He arranges the body. There's just one and Jesus Christ is the head of the body. so That's a pretty, like, I was thinking about
1: this, but Paul must have been a smart guy, you yeah. know, because this, this metaphor yeah. works really, really well to yeah. talk about kind of the reality of church. And even, I mean, you alluded to it in the sermon a little bit, you know, like the concept of, like, the way you were able to, to talk about this image of a body and realities, you know, like cut off your foot, you know, <laughs> it go hops off by itself.
0: Is it useful? Did you pick up on how I said... If your foot detect or if your foot decided that if it could run away, no, it didn't. It was because right, it's a foot, yeah, so it's gonna run away. Nobody laughed at that, but I did it in my own head.
1: <laughs> there was many layers because you also did that on the one hand, yeah, I know. early. Yeah. Yeah. But see that one you acknowledge for the group. Yeah, you're operating on a whole nother level. I, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. So like this, you know, I mean, it makes sense to us. Oh, okay, yeah. Like just a, <laughs> a disembodied foot sitting somewhere. Like that's kind of worthless. Right. You know, that's useless. Right um and and then you mentioned you the rest of the body now it 's hobbling, yeah. so like on its own it it can 't do a whole lot right, right, but as a part of the body like it's it 's extremely important yeah um it 's so significant and uh and so it 's just unique to i mean it 's amazing that Paul came up with this metaphor or God, I guess
0: through all well, <laughs> you know? honestly i think i I read um in previous study of this that um this kind of language was actually um, used in um, talking about the Roman government. Also, the Roman uh, government talked uh, right. uh, in the same way about how the government functions um, as being a, the body. So, sure. so and it actually was actually kind of um, familiar language. I think. And I
1: guess even in our culture, right, we'll talk about the heads of state, yep. you know, or the heads of a department. Yeah, you know, that and kind I, of thing.
0: even the governing the governing body. We say, mm. right? What's the governing body of this organization? So, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: And I, I mean, uh, especially when we think about. <clears throat> how the church works together, you know, where it's receiving its directives, <laughs> what's keeping it alive, mm-hmm. um, and Jesus is the head of the body, mm-hmm. you know, that that's just such a helpful way to understand, I think, walking as a, as a, as a Christian and as part of the Christian church too, right? Because yeah. um, sometimes I think we get <laughs> disconnected yeah. from that idea, you know, that, well, That's just like I just come and I go to church and it's kind of this, you know, like something I experience, do for myself, yeah, and that's kind of it. Yeah. Um, but that that doesn't really work in that image of the body because it's not something that we're individually doing, it's something that we're connected to right. everyone else in.
0: Yeah. Right. And I mean, I think Jesus Jesus has such similar language too. I mean, in John fifteen, I am the vine, you are the branches. Mm-hmm. Whoever abides in me bears much fruit. I mean, so you can and I, I mean that's even a simpler image than the body. The body is so complex, but I mean that one also shows the connectivity mm. to Jesus being the source of life and us being interconnected to one another um, on the same tree. You know, so mm. um, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I I did get into the the problem again in in Corinth. You know, the this reality that some at least the way that I saw it was that some people are um, kind of feeling inferior Mm, um, mm -hmm. in the body Um, and some people feel, or some people are acting, you know, arrogantly or self-centeredly. And I see that at play a lot, even in the body of Christ. Uh, Some, some people, some people think, and it's, you know, if we're talking about spiritual gifts or just, in general your talents or your abilities your experience what you can contribute um, uh, maybe a financial standpoint all those kinds of things Mm. Um, education level (laughs) training all that stuff um you know a lot of people will say i don't feel like i have much to contribute or or not yet i don't i don't have anything to really contribute to the body yet like i've had people tell me people that are like well-versed in the scriptures, you know, that seem knowledgeable and faithful, they'll say, well, I don't, I don't think that I could teach somebody else about the faith. I don't feel like I have enough training in that, you know? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're perfectly equipped. Like right now, like I know you, I know what you, I know what you know. Like you, you can, you know, but there's this feeling of kind of inferiority or I've had other people say like, if they, if they don't have a lot of money, you know, some people have apologized to me, honestly, mm. in the church saying, I don't, we we can't give, you know, at the level that we wish that we could um, give at, or I don't feel like I have anything financially to contribute, all, the, all these kinds of things, you know, this feeling of inferiority, and a lot of times that's from a comparative standpoint, you know, if you're in that place, it's usually because you're looking at other people and being like, well, I see that the way that they the way that they can teach. I see the way they expound on the scriptures. I see the way they invest in people. I see, you know, their large donations that are doing all these things and I could never do that, you know? So mm-hmm. there's really that feeling of inferiority, right? And,
1: yeah. Well, and what would you say to some, so if there's someone out there who is feels that way, you know, about themselves, who's thinking, oh, what really do I have to, you know, bring to the table or, um, you know, I look at these other people who seem to be much more proficient, you know, or, or have means that I don't have, like, what would you communicate to that person?
0: Yeah, I mean, I would start by asking that person, "What are you? What are you passionate about?" You mm-hmm. know, like if if you could choose one thing to just just do because mm-hmm. like you love it, what are you passionate about? Um, and, st- and start from there because usually people will there will be something, um, and then we we just talk about well, we'll do that. <laughs> Do it, to the, do it to the best of your ability and mm. um and, and and do it in christ's name and he will he will bless that as a, as a as a as a gift that he's given to you for the building up of of other people um so be, because again if we if we just kind of take a big step back um and, and look at the image of the body there are a lot of parts of my body mm. that i think are inferior mm. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um the easiest one that I always go to is the pinky toe. <laughs> sure, right? Where I'm like, sometimes I, I look at my pinky toe and I'm like, what do you do? <laughs> I probably don't need you. Mm. Seriously, right? Mm-hmm. And yes, the, I'm I'm sure if I needed to get my pinky toe amputated, I'm I'm sure I would live and be okay, right? Mm. But while I have my pinky toe, <laughs> it does it serve does it serve a function? I think so. And I notice it the most when it cries out in need, you know, and, yeah. and I was thinking about this and I, I didn't include it in my sermon, but when, you know, when I, when I stub my pinky toe the most is usually when I'm in some sort of rush or hurry or not mm-hmm. paying attention mm-hmm. when I'm just like, I got to get place, I got to do something. And all of a sudden I just bang that pinky toe barefoot and, uh, and I like to be a little extra dramatic when I uh, stub my pinky toe. So, for, but I also it's it's genuine because I want my pinky toe to know how much we care. Uh, I care. Yes, yeah, and yeah. we—that's weird. But because I'll I'll fall down, like I'll fall down on the ground and grab it, you know, and check to make sure it's okay. Actually, today I was doing some work at home barefoot and I cut my pinky toe. Now I have a oh, I man bleeding on my toe, and I'm like, shoot, yeah, you are making yourself known to me. Yeah. Um, But there, so there's something like that where, where, it it may seem inferior, but we recognize its importance, especially Mm. especially when it's kind of hurting, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, when it's when it's in need. The whole body has to stop. I have to slow down out of my hurried state and be like, and, and tend to the pinky toe.
1: Yeah. Well, and also you notice it. Yeah. You know, I think that's part of the inferiority sometimes is feeling like oh, nice. if I wasn't even here, would they even know the difference? Yeah. And the reality is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Yeah. <laughs> You'd right. feel it. You do feel it. Right. Um, yeah, that they, they, they bring something to the table, it's it, uh, it, it matters, it's valuable. Mm. Yeah, I like to thinking about um, you know, spiritual gifts since that's kind of the context that this is in. You know, I know I think Paul he, he lists some that maybe are less, uh, you know, for us today, uh, like speaking in tongues and things, but things that were very important to the Corinthian church. Yeah. But talking about, you know, a person's gifts in general. Well, tell me what you think about this. I don't. It popped in my head. I don't know if it's crazy, but couldn't any gift really be a spiritual gift?
0: I think if it's being used, believing that God gave it to you and using it to. Um, for the building up of the body not just for self promotion mm-hmm. so you're using it actually to contribute to the the whole and not just any body but the the building up of the body of Christ in mm-hmm. the name of Christ for Christ's purposes um yeah i mean those are, those think, are spiritual gifts something
1: like the spiritual gift of woodworking <clears throat> you know cuz we got some yeah. beautiful stuff in the front yeah, yeah. space of our sanctuary uh that people have used sure. their gifts, right, to yes. to fashion these things, and they're now it's enhancing kind of the worship experience of people. Absolutely, um, it's leading me into you know devotion at times. I look up at you know the cross or yeah. uh, the baptismal font, you know these these images. It's like wow, you know this is leading me into a kind of deeper devotion uh, to God, and and it wouldn't be there if there wasn't someone with that gift, right? And right. it's not you know sometimes I think that that phrase spiritual gifts people think oh it must be like you can teach the Bible or something, right, right, right. right. Uh, but it's what you're saying. It's like, well, no, it's not. It's not just that, right. you know. Like there's there's a variety of gifts, and this is the beauty of, I guess, the body. And what you were drawing out was how complex it is. Yeah. So multi parts we don't even know about yeah. still. And I think it's the same goes for the people within the body of Christ. Absolutely. Man, there are people out there who got lots of skills in all sorts of places. Yes. And skills that I don't have. Yeah. You know, or you don't have. Yeah. And, um, and it's really cool to see those gifts come out and, yeah, bless bless people and, um, yeah, I don't know, lead them to, I guess, praise God and to see our own gifts in connection to, you know, it's not like we necessarily chose the things we're good at. Right. Right? But there is someone who designed us that way. Exactly. And we'll probably want us to, like, recognize that, like, hey, I made you that way. Yes. And I'm pretty intentional about the things I do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Something that stood out to me when I was younger actually was um, and this may uh, may connect to you talked in your sermon a little bit about when you're in environments uh, where you kind of feel like well if this or that person wasn't there right yeah this maybe be easier yeah uh, maybe it would go better um, did you
0: relate to that
1: <sighs> It made me think for sure um, honestly <laughs> when you talked about the kind of the two sides uh, you know you said you you uh Sympathize with the latter, uh, yeah. the more the, the that side of things. I, I think for myself, I probably more often am, am on the other side. Okay, yeah, um, Well, good. That in, I mean, not <laughs> good. But this is the but that's that's why I asked earlier when I said, what would you say to a person who's thinking that it was me? I
0: was <laughs> that person. Well, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> no, I'm just. Kidding. But we there's room there's room on, on both sides, you know, and and it people is people are going to struggle on on both. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think it's a te- you know I think there's a tension there, right? Obviously, yeah. and. It, I don't think people are necessarily always going to be on one of those two tracks either. Right. I think you can learn, discover something about yourself that takes you from kind of feeling really good and confident about yourself. Yeah. You know, maybe you maybe you grew up in a space that you kind of were, you know, the top of the class, yeah. you know, the hot shot. Then
0: you get in a different environment where you're like, oh, shoot, there's yeah. a lot of other people who are way better than me. <laughs> yeah. You know? Unfortunately, I, I don't even like talking, but unfortunately that kind of was... Me. I was top of the class and got on the football team and all this kind of stuff so mm. like and I, I mean somebody told me after the service like that that they resonated with that also like the same same kind of position that or struggle that i've had and, yeah. um, and that person said like I, th- I think that's common with like like overachievers or kind of sure um, people that kind of naturally find themselves in in leadership positions and, and that i guess I'm, I'm not i'm not trying to both. it's just like my experience it seems like every place that i've gotten involved in like they just i naturally end up like being the leader of the thing mm-hmm. and and so it's sometimes as the leader it's just like well why why aren't all these other people like yeah contribute i don't know no
1: that but is... at the same time so like you you recognize <clears throat> you know kind of the dark side of yeah. our own inner thoughts yeah but but there is a reality to and this is maybe a tough pill for us to swallow, but like there are certain people that God, just like the body, right? God has created certain people who need to be in those roles, right? Yeah. Those leadership roles. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like this I don't know, I've like a smile on a face, you know? Yeah. That gets a lot of attention. Yeah. Way more than like my elbow. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I still need my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. But there's, you know, there's just some roles, I think, in our world today too, that get more attention. Right. And that's not inherently wrong
0: right. or bad. Um I just I just think every if we can all as members of the body approach whatever our role is from a state of humility and appreciation mm-hmm. and, and acknowledgement that we we are no good on our own. Mm-hmm. We need the other people. I think I I just I think that's what Paul is getting after. Yeah. And acknowledging that Christ is ahead. And I guess that's the that's the lesson that's been taught <laughs> to me. Over and over again, I'm still learning that and still wrestling through that um, on a constant basis, but I'm aware of it and desire um, to live life humbly in an appreciation and gratitude for, for all the people that are are contributing to the building up of the body of Christ. Even if they're doing it in a really, really, really different way than I would, <laughs> I want to believe that it's still... Ballad so good. And, yeah. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, in this too, I think um it really comes down to where we're attributing our sense of self yeah. and our sense of worth. Right. Yes, right? God designed the body. He came all the parts, all its members and their various roles, but God designed it. Yeah. And this is true of us, yeah. right? So whether you're that leader, you know, uh chief captain of the football team, you know, uh uh, uh top of the class like yeah, that's fine. There's nothing wrong with those things, yeah. but like, let's connect it back to who made you that way, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, and this gives us ground to, you know, I mean, Paul says elsewhere, not boast in ourselves, but boast in right. the Lord. It's right. like, yeah, you know, I I didn't do anything to deserve, you know, right. this role I play, but God has put me here, right. you know, and He's and He's giving me these gifts, and at the same time, you know, in in the other roles, whatever our gifts are,
0: right.
1: we if we recognize that God fashioned us right. create us the very way we are you right. know with our passions our <clears throat> skills you right. know what we bring to the table well, then of course it has importance
0: right what's well, interesting i i i just got I spun back to seminary um with a professor that i know both both you and i had uh, dr Joel Bierman at the seminary mm. i i remember a conversation that we had at some point um about like well in the resurrection from the dead so uh, in in all of eternity, in in heaven, if that's the terminology that you know that that you want to use, when everything is perfect and made right forever and ever, mm-hmm. um, he said that there will likely you know still be order and maybe even like ranks and positions and statuses and all this different stuff. It's just that you um, won't he won't care <laughs> sure. that. You just you'll just do you'll do the thing in your spot according to the place that God has put you. Yeah, the body will function perfectly. Perfectly. And I, you know, I, that I've thought about that often, and tried to translate that to life now. Then, mm-hmm. like, yeah. So, so what? Is
1: like. Uh, I mean, why so, not live that resurrection reality today yeah what I, where is my station? what's my role? yeah, what am I bringing my the table, and let me find joy in that,
0: yeah, and peace in that, yeah, and like not be not be mad because somebody else is in the leadership position, and I wish I got that part, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh. but just just do what you're capable of doing, contributing to the body and. And again, it's not a perfect world, and sometimes there will be, right, maybe the wrong kind of leader doing the wrong sort of thing, and obviously we need to navigate all of those things as well. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Things get out of joint,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. That's that's really helpful though to think about the
0: resurrection, and that I mean, it is
1: a striking thought and kind of a a little bit jarring.
0: Yeah, but we're getting really close to it in sorry in our yeah in our in First uh-huh. Corinthians. Uh huh. I mean, you're on it this next week. Yep. Uh, in, I don't know if we're going with the resurrection from the dead. That's where we started in exactly. chapter fifteen, mm-hmm. the resurrection of the body. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the resurrection of the body, life, life everlasting, like total resurrection. So, Paul is Paul's going somewhere in his logic, right? In all of this, right? And mm-hmm. so, one day, this body that is broken and not working perfectly will work perfectly. perfectly. Yeah. He's, he's going to say all of that in in First Corinthians. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry. No, you're good. Um,
1: I don't know where my mind was going. I don't know. Other than just, uh, yeah, I, again, when we're in the resurrection, when Jesus has come back, we're not going to doubt our worth, right. right? Nor will we look at someone else and doubt their worth you right. know, or their value, right? And that's what you were kind of getting at, Paul's kind of getting at in this section. Like, let's live. Let's live towards the resurrection. Yes, it's a reality already for us. Yes, you know Christ has risen from the dead. This is our assurance. Yes, uh, we walk with that. Yeah, there's because if we're in either of those settings, yeah, if we're questioning someone else's worth or our own worth in, in what we bring to the table, at the end of the day, we're questioning like God's you know God's design, like He made us. Yes, and I guess to get back like what what really stuck with me as a younger person, um, and why your commentary about people people's value why it resonated with me was you know you look in the world and you made this pretty explicit the world does not operate this way Mm -mm. the world is happy to tell you like these people are worthwhile and valuable and here's some some people who eh, let's we don't really need them yeah you know let's get them out and that happens in all sorts of situations and different groupings and um you know i mean i think historically probably one of the most sinister places you saw that yeah. happen was like world war ii yeah. eugenics yeah this idea of like let's have a perfect society yeah. and so for me what really struck me um growing up what i thought of in your sermon was when i was uh i went to a place called bethesda home
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, so bethesda is a group that works with uh, special needs yeah. folks um take care of them give a them place to live yeah. um lead them uh in walk in walking with jesus yeah. and uh I had never hung out, you know, with like a special needs person yeah. for any extended period of time, but this was like a 3-day retreat, yeah, you know, yeah. with like the youth group of my high school. Man, it's a if you've never done that and you have an opportunity to spend time with a special needs person, do it. Yeah. Do it and and recognize that God also created that person. Yeah. For sure. Because that it is humbling. Yeah. You know, and Paul talk about tracing an argument, go all the way back to the beginning of Corinthians and he's saying the foolish shaming, you know, the, the wise, the yeah. weak shaming the strong. Yep. It's a very human thing to do. And when I say human, I mean like a very sinful, like sinful nature thing to do. To even imagine of a perfect race of humanity, oh, I mean, so. you know, like that we can create and, and get to by. <coughs> <coughs> there we go. <coughs> body.
0: Yeah,
1: body working good. But yeah, get to by, yeah, cutting off other people who we deem, you know who's the we that gets to decide that, you know, that these other people are not valuable. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, that, that experience in high school working with these special needs folks, like, <laughs> you yeah, know, they're different. They operate in a different way. But what, what got me was we were out at a bowling alley and, uh, and they're bowling and they're having a blast, you know, and they're some of the most jubilant people you ever meet. Yeah. You know, so at least the special needs folks I've, I've spent time with there. One of them started singing, uh, a, you know, just like a, like a Sunday school song yeah. about Jesus. In this public space, yeah, right? Yeah. And then there's a high schooler going like, you oh, uh, know, uh. feeling like, oh, this is weird. Uh. Like, I'm not used to talking about Jesus in the open. Uh. But that's what I'm also called to do. Yeah. Right? Like, Jesus wants me to do this. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want to do this? Right. Um, we, we have life and hope and <laughs> yeah. all these things, right? And here's this special needs person yeah. teaching me a lesson. And yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, consider me humbled. Yeah. You know?
0: um, so yeah i don't know that was well, thank it. you for sharing that mm-hmm. <clears throat> And i this it's just i this, this state of humility and appreciation for one another's gifts letting christ be the head trusting that what he has put together and knitted together is mm-hmm. is good according to his um his standards and his calling mm-hmm. uh through the death and resurrection of jesus um yeah, I, it's just a daily lesson um, that we all uh, need to learn from. I, it's a beautiful, beautiful image. I think it's easy to understand. And so no matter what position you're coming at it from, if you're kind of feeling inferior um, or, you're, or you're feeling arrogant, um, you know, and, and anywhere in between, we've certainly got um, some, some learning to do from one another, but can all... Uh, find peace in this image through that kind of state of humility, um, let, letting Christ be our guide and our head. So, uh, yeah, I think I think let's maybe let's leave the conversation there for today. There's so much more uh, to say, but that's a that's a good positive place to hmm. to leave it. So, uh, Kevin, as always, and it's good to sit with you, buddy, and uh, conversate Likewise, man. All right, have a blessed day. Me too.